Almost yeah, eight. Is this B-roll in it? Yeah, buddy. Cool, Let me man. ask you something, Zach. Have you ever B-rolled? I have. Um, so like a bunch of bees come. Yeah. So what I <laughs> what I have done is I have taken a bunch of dough uh. and I've rolled it into a biscuit, which starts with a B. So I have B-rolled, B-rolled biscuits. Oh, wow. See, what I meant was um, so like a bee comes up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're going to sting me? Try stinging a guy who's rolling in the dirt. <laughs> and then I just roll around. But then I get stung anyway, and I'm allergic. So, Hey, Colin, are you going to open like a film-themed sushi restaurant just so you can have a roll called the B-roll? Yeah, I, I would love to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm also going to invent a new flavor for fruit roll-ups. And it's going to be just honey fruit roll-ups, and we're going to call it the bee roll-ups. Ah, nice. And it'll be all set. Yeah. I, I miss fruit roll-ups. You know, it'll I, have like Steven Spielberg like <laughs> on the front cover. <laughs> <laughs> what about Jerry Seinfeld as the bee movie bee? <laughs> Every time you eat a fruit roll-up, it gets 5% slower. <laughs> If anybody doesn't know those stupid videos, it's Shrek. But every time somebody says the word Shrek, it gets faster. It gets faster. Every time somebody says Shrek, it plays the entirety of the B movie. Yeah. And every time somebody says B, it plays Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. <laughs> it's just like, who thinks of this stuff? Some of them are great. Like, Zach and I are very, very much uh, fans of the uh, Smash Mouth uh, cropping Music videos where they they're a lot of those they're called things like um, Smash Mouth won't stop coming and then it'll be like well the years start coming and they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming have I shown you the the worship version there's a worship song called the blessing no have you heard the blessing oh yes I'm very she says uh, she says in the blessing um, may his favor be be upon you for a thousand generations of your children and their children and their children. Yeah. And somebody looped it. So it says, and their children and their children and their children <laughs> to a thousand, like, so that it literally goes to a, a thousand, thousand generations. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like 10 oh, minutes. It's great. It's great. Oh. Okay. Well, you guys ready to start? <laughs> oh yeah. I'm Zach. I'm Colin. And I'm Bob. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the house plants podcast. We are talking about music. Music. Mission of Jesus. Um, yeah. We're we're dealing with that twilight time. Twilight, twilight time. It's that twilight right now, son. So we got the sun coming down, um, and so it's this good is time to talk about some good and bad vibes. I feel yeah. some good vibes from YouTube right now, but I'm I don't vibing. know if that's good or not. Yeah. <laughs> so we're we're in the second week of our series that um, is getting. Oh man, you guys just loved that last episode. And you want to know how I know that? I don't know it because we're recording this at the same time as the first one. <laughs> but um, wow, your feedback has been great on that first episode, guys. Thank you. We're getting a lot of good feedback about um, good vibes about this. Yeah, I feel a lot of good vibes about the last episode. So I think this one will yeah. be good too. So yeah, um, uh, we're just we're picking up where we left off. But uh, this week, uh, Zach, uh, what what specifically this week? Uh, are we talking about this week? We're going to have a little bit more trouble making it a specific point of view because mm. I think a lot of people believe this kind of somewhat to some degree. So okay. it's a little bit nebulous, but um, basically um, we're talking about kind of two things that kind of go hand in hand and right. that's karma, which comes from an Eastern religion. 
Mm-hmm. And then the idea of like good thoughts or positive vibes or positivity, right. um, which pays dividends back to you. And so there's multiple forms of that as well. Right. And so, so. and I want to, I want to just kind of put a disclaimer, a uh, preface in here and say that like, we understand that karma actually does come from another religion. We understand that. What we yeah. are talking about more is the Americanized belief. Yep. This is yeah. more like so Western, like we aren't going to trash your tip. Kar- yeah. You know, we're not going to trash karma in, in terms of like it being part of a belief system. We are talking about how America has taken that and oh, then, it's adopted it for sure. <laughs> and how, and how maybe oh, yeah. Christianity yep. uh, lines up or yep. doesn't line up with that. So that's all we're really doing. It's um, worldview. But yeah, before we even do that, we are going to uh, do some worship. We're do some worship. Um, Colin, tell us about this song. Yeah, so It's You. Um, this is a, like, almost 10 years old song now, I guess, in a way. Well, more like eight years old. But, is it that um, long? That old? So whenever I first got the job at FUMC, or even before, or like right around when I first got the job to be the worship leader there, I would sit in solitude in the sanctuary on like Wednesdays when I'd come in to do notes and stuff or Tuesdays, excuse me, after we did like uh-huh. uh, the planning meeting and I would just sit in there and play music. And so one time I sat in there and played music and came up with a chord progression that I really liked. And then um, a, like that was when it first was like sort of conceived. But then over time I added some words, I put it in a rhythmic format and then I sort of, kept it in a box until we did it on the podcast here once a long time ago mm-hmm. and then have since added a, like an, an a sequence to go with the B sequence I already had. So now it's kind of like an ABAB of jazz chords with a very minimal lyrics, but the lyrics um, really are based on, um, is it Philippians four that says I can do all things through God who strengthens yeah, me. I think you're right. And so, um, Basically, the mentality of the song is that we can't do anything on our own. And that's very pertinent to the subject matter because the worldviews we've already talked about and will continue to talk about are very me-centric. And so mm-hmm. um, I felt like it would have been a fun time to like revisit the song. And so I just kind of added a little more to it, and I feel like it's done. But, you know, who knows? <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe five more years yeah. I'll add another thing to it. <laughs> so without further ado, here is It's You.
towards you and remind us that uh, it is only through your strength uh, that we can do anything. I also want to give a, um, some prayer to uh, Stephen's mom uh, who just went through a cancer surgery. I thank you so much that uh, you brought her safely through that and I just pray for healing um, and comfort for um, that family. Give us this platform that we can uh, pray for people on it and that our listeners can pray for others as well. Um, Lord, I ask that you just uh, give us a successful and um, and a good podcast that just honors your name, um, draws people to yourself, and gives you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Absolutely gorgeous, man. Well done. Thanks, thanks. It's yeah, a, it's awesome. a, it's a fun one. It's beautiful, but it's also one of those like doesn't really need to say a whole lot more. Just about being yeah. in the moment of kind of, kind of recognition of God yeah. over yourself, yeah. which is always a good step. Yeah. I think I argued that point last time <laughs> in the last episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a little bit minimalistic, but not in a bad way. It's, it's. I learned it from uh, a wiser man than I who's sitting over there, who says, Colin, listen, okay, you don't need to just muck it up, all right? <laughs> K-I-S-S. Keep, Keep it, it simple, simple. stupid. <laughs> On the office, he says, Michael gave me advice one time. K- kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Great advice. Hurts my feelings every time. <laughs> so so what's great is um, that we are continuing on that train, um, both uh, me and Zach and Bob, uh, both. I hate, there should both, be a word for both three. Both three of us. Throth. 
Uh, so Thro-thos. all throth of us uh, have um, been kind of like, kind of like contemplating these worldviews and kind of uh, trying to seek better understanding of how we can kind of bridge the gap. So this is kind of part two, Zach. What nice. are, mm-hmm. what, what are we uh, what are we getting into this time? Okay, so we've kind of combined the idea of karma yeah. with the idea of like good vibes or positive thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there's a lot of people that um, kind of believe that most of what they do is kind of based on like, um, I'm going to throw out these good vibes or good thoughts. And maybe to some degree, I think a lot of people believe that it, it pays you back mm-hmm. at some point. Um, and so I think that this kind of constitutes a worldview in some way, but there's kind of different ways to approach it. So uh, I'm going to lay out these three and you can kind of tell me what you think and see if they're way too different or if they kind of are on the same track. Okay. Right. So there's actually karma comes from Eastern religions, Hindu and Buddhism. Um, so that's kind of the vanilla version, I guess. Right. Um, and so it's really a religious doctrine, but they believe that good and bad deeds in life lead to what happens when you are reincarnated. Yeah. And I yeah. just, I just put an extra note in there and said that like in the Buddhist doctrine, because it was, it came out of Hinduism. Yeah. They had kind of made the stipulation that your intentions are your intentions important. count. So yeah. it's not just what sure. you do. It's even like kind of the, the why, what you is your intention? Yeah. So like, Which if right. you do, do, do yeah. want a good thing, but for a, but for kind of a negative reason, I think, I think maybe a good example would be something like, you know, the ethical question, would you steal some bread to feed your family? Like is the intention there? So they, they can kind of make those claims and then the rebirth that comes from it has to do with the intention. Yeah. Your your intention was not to harm the shopkeeper, but it was just simply to keep your family alive. Sure. So anyway, interesting. So yeah. Um, that is very interesting. What's interesting about this, though, is um, as opposed to kind of like where we've taken karma, it's not mm-hmm, really right. a, it's not really about being superstitious about like what's going to be coming your way. Mm. It really all has to do with reincarnation. Or, it's not it's not like, oh, right. I stole some bread last week and now maybe some bad luck is going to come my way. And that's karma. Right. Karma is actually like, well, do your good deeds outweigh your bad deeds and let's count it up when you die. And then let's put you back in the system if you haven't earned enough credit. And it's interesting because the ultimate goal is then to stop being reincarnated. You just kind of join your essence oh, with the universe rather than. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, our, like our kind of, um, you know, fusion of Christianity would be that kind of like prosperity thing. Yeah. Which yeah. Bob mentioned last time. Um, I also think, uh, Zach, I do agree with you. And I understand. I looked up the whole stuff about what Hindus believe about the rebirth yeah. as well. Uh, but I also do believe that in some regard, um, when you believe a person who would believe in karma also believes that in their own lifetime, certain things will come back to them, which again is like potentially. Yeah. Yeah, like, man. for example, yeah. um, <laughs> this isn't a great, this is just a movie. Maybe everybody's seen If anybody has ever seen the last samurai, um, he, the Tom Cruise's character ends up staying with the wife of like a soldier he had killed. Yeah. And then she is like upset and doesn't want to like have him in the house, but she's trying to be a good host. And then the leader guy, uh, I think his name is Katsumoto. Um, Ken Watanabe, the actor says, um, he, your husband tried to kill Tom Cruise 
it was karma that he would mm. then in turn be killed. Mm. That's what, that's the point he makes. Yeah. And so the, I think, I think probably a lot of people believe that, but I right. guess what I, in my researching of the actual right. theology, yes, that the, you're right. If that the official religion would teach, it's more about reincarnation. It is. I think, it is. From what I understand. You're right. Yeah. It is. I, yeah. I, what I was saying is I think in some regard, it's like a both, but like, I I'm think sure. the, yeah. the, 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 um, what is it? The, 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 the foundation of that belief is the, to be reincarnated at a better station yeah. Yeah. than yes. you were. But Colin, the West definitely, the, those in the West who hold to a more of a karma style view would definitely yeah. agree with what exactly what right. you're saying <laughs> that, that yeah. you're going to reap what you so sow Bob, here in this life. Have you, have you experienced just general, um, regular old Western, um, American people? Have you experienced them believing in some kind of karma? Well, I, y- uh, yes. As a matter of yeah. fact, I think it's, uh, it's so predominant that it's even affected our media quite a yeah. bit. And so last week you mentioned a book from 2005 and this week I'm going to mention a show from 2005. Yeah. Okay. And that five was an interesting year. Yeah. yeah. So it seemed, and and that would be, my name is Earl where karma was actually personified as a woman who, uh, who, 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 uh, where the main character, the main character was actually, his name was Earl and him and his younger brother, um, or, or wasn't so good in his life, but he won a lottery, but owns under the condition by the personified karma that you've got to go and rectify all your wrongs. And and, Interesting. He, and so so it, it was it was a funny show it was it was a comedy in a lot of ways but uh but it was it was uh yeah. but it was definitely very much it, it was the show the entire premise of it revolved around the idea of karma and, and karma being so prevalent that it literally affects his, his, his the entire rest of his life and so the one that the so the other ideology theology that Zach was touching on which is the other side of that karma the rebirth is kind of tied to Christian Christianity, Christian belief in some regard, uh, in things like I told you guys about that short film where the guy runs, he gets run over by the car and then they say, Oh, you're like negative 200 points. Sorry. And you're going to hell. And then he like escapes the good place. Yeah. Well, no, well that's a show. What I'm talking about is a HBO like short film from a while, from a while back that the good place, this has since been like a thing now. Yeah. Like everybody knows what I'm talking about. But that idea that yeah. you're like negative so much, so you're you're not going to make it to heaven. You're positive, got to outweigh your yeah. negative. Uh, we also see this. There are video games that focus entirely around this. That you've got to have more Fable, good points. Oh yeah, Fallout, the, yes. the Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you got to have more good points than bad points. Or Red Dead Redemption as well, I believe. You can also just decide to go evil and build that way, and there are things that yeah, you can get you're cooler. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Um. So so here's here's the question then: if if we see somebody who believes in karma, um, what's their what like? In I guess my question is: in what situations do you feel like people use karma the most? Mm. I I see a lot of even Christians kind of using karma just in very average like everyday kinds of situations i think it's to justify little goodnesses here and there or like to say like oh they got what was coming to them like um yeah what goes around comes around yeah you remember how when we worked in the shoe store we would occasionally like have um footage of people stealing shoes and sometimes those people would get caught later like shoplifting somewhere else yeah well sometimes the people that we work with would look up the police report mm-hmm. and be like, ha they got arrested. Yeah. I <laughs> and know. so mm-hmm. like, that's kind of a 
interesting take on that. But I think like I've seen a lot of people with that mentality of like they got theirs, you know, like they just yeah. they got what was coming to them. So it's karma, baby. Um, one of the <laughs> right. One of the um, <laughs> movies that sort of plays on this a little bit, which I would argue is actually not that bad of a movie. The book maybe is a little better. But there's a book slash movie called Lovely Bones. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with this? I've never heard this. One. I've heard about it. Um, so the book centers around uh, really. I mean, it's it's this girl is like one in many of a like bad guy from the 80s who like abducts kids and does terrible things to them and kills them. Okay. Like a uh, uh, like a Night Stalker or somebody like that. You know, one of those like n- nefarious, uh, historically bad serial killer type people. So the story centers around her after she dies, uh, feeling, uh, feeling hate towards that guy. And that guy, the bad guy, the whole movie almost always gets caught by the family in some way, or the cops are always on his tail. And he, and at the very, very end, she is like, please catch him, please catch him, please catch him from her spirit form. And Mm -hmm. he actually hides the main girl's body in a landfill and gets away with it. And so in the movie, though it is not specifically Christian, the morality that comes into play is that the person who is like kind of guiding her, like her little angel guide says like, you can let this go, like let it go. And so at the end, she just like doesn't harbor any anger towards him. And then the girl just haphazardly says like, don't worry, there is a, there is like a plan for him down the road. Mm. And then he, at the very end of the movie, just like tries to talk to some girl and it's like, you know, he's going to do his thing again. And then he like slips, falls off a ravine and just like dies. And so it's this weird, like kind of play on like uh, vengeance or anger or forgiveness or whatever. And so what's interesting is that even in that story, the rules are don't worry every evil yeah. person gets theirs in the end oh sure sure and we see this in, in media as well you all a, a move a, a, a story is not always as satisfying right. unless something happens to the bad guy that's very true yeah. I, so, 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 I feel that way and, yeah. yeah and so it's like I this, hate this movies. isn't satisfying yeah. i hate movies where bad like i watched hereditary and was just like nope yeah. Don't like this. I think the it's kind of wins. It's kind of, I think the very, at its very core, I think it goes back to our sense of justice. And hmm. so I think, yeah. I think our yeah. question as we, as we move forward with this is, is there some kind of truth to karma? Right. Even if Christians don't think the, don't believe in the entire system of reincarnation and all the things that get applied to karma. Right. Um, is there some basis in retribution for evil? See, you know, and that was my yeah. first point, which are we moving on to good stuff that we like? I do want to um, I do want Bob to pull up this article really quick. Because okay. so we're talking about I'll pull you it can, up too. you can either be a Christian or you could be not a Christian and you can still believe in something called good vibes or positive energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's kind of the other component about this is. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. You can put like positive energy out in yes. the world. You can think good thoughts. You can send your thoughts. Yes, sorts of things. Yes, please, please, please send good thoughts. Yeah, grandma's yeah, yeah. grandma's sick. Please send good thoughts. Yeah, good vibes. Can we link? Can we link a uh, clip or anything <laughs> on this episode? There's that thing from Portlandia where the two directors make that short film, and the girl's like married, and she's like, "Hello, world! I'm sending my energy oh, yeah, out yeah, into yeah. the universe." Yeah. And That's it turns funny. out that she's trying to like cheat on her husband. Oh gosh, 
Okay, so oh. this is this is <laughs> which um, is kind of the point we're making is that like goodness isn't you know a, a universal. We'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is an article that I found from um, Happify Daily, and it's how to uh, thirteen ways to send out thirteen ways to project positive energy. Oh, there you go. So Bob, read just the bold no. yes titles. For so each of these. number one, make yourself a priority. That's a good one. <laughs> is yeah. it a good one? <laughs> yes. Number two. Remember that. Uh, remember what's fact and what's a thought. Number three. Weird. Be kind to yourself. Number four. Use positive words. I kind of like three and four. Okay, go ahead. Number five. Smile more. I like that one a lot. Number six. Even if it's under a mask, just smile all day long. <laughs> <laughs> number six. Practice gratitude. That's my favorite one so far. Number seven. Work towards accomplishing a goal. Yeah, still good. Number eight, see others in a flattering light. Mm. Look for the positive parts in them, in other words, I guess. Mm. (laughs) Number nine, give compliments. Number 10, live in the moment. Number 11, practice good posture. I am terrible at this. I'm not good. Uh, Slouchy. (laughs) That's probably one of the things I need to work on. Number 12, be more generous. That's a good one. Agreed. And number 13, practice good faith. What is, okay, let me, can, can uh, I, uh, the very first statement is, this isn't about a religion. It's about knowing that you're, that the energy you give off is what you'll attract. Okay. Yeah. E. This is the part I wanted you guys to see. E. So you can have faith in the positive energy that it's going to uh, pay you back if you put it out there. Right yeah, now, so, 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 so even positive energy yeah. has a slight karma effect to it or karma, yeah, karma it belief system. I think it. it does for a lot of people. Yeah. Right. Right now, not to be too heinous on this, but right now I kind of feel like rain whenever like we're not sure if she's going to like throw up or not. Rain, rain, your dog. Yeah. Our dog rain. She'll go like. Yeah. And we say, no, 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 it's OK. Rainy, you want a treat? And then she goes like. OK. And then she goes and has a treat because some go. of this I really do like. But one of the one of the bigger pooper ones like another mm-hmm. one that's interesting too is um i mean i mean there's nothing inherently long wrong with trying to find the more positive aspects of people instead of always looking for the negative in the in everybody that's true or, or, um, or giving out compliments there's nothing inherently wrong we're with just sending out a ton of negative vibes over here no right i know but here's the thing though <laughs> see others in a flattering light can be bad at times and giving empty compliments to people can be bad at times too mm-hmm. Potential, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, living you in have the, to mean it. <laughs> living in the moment, I think, for the modern culture is really like a dangerous statement to make. Um, but it's okay. We'll get into it. <laughs> but um, a lot of the uh, like half of them I agree with, so it's, yeah. it's all good. So, so, so real quick, let's go. Let, let's start by talking about so what are some of the positive things. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, from, from a Christian perspective, think, things that we can agree with or, or find some sort of uh, a commonality in these. So for me, I, I just I, I one of the big things that I touched on, uh, especially um, when we get into the idea of like um, doing good or bad things has consequences. I yeah. like I like the idea that you are you the things that you do have consequences and that maybe there's some accountability. Yeah. Um, especially in the in the way that we go to the golden rule. Mm-hmm. which is in the scripture. Like yeah, the golden sure. rule is in there. Um, so it's not like do unto others as you'd have them do unto you is a truth of the, of the scriptures. And it's something yep. we should follow. So Matthew I, seven. So I am not, I am not opposed to that at all. Yeah. And, and, and in particular, 
um, the idea that the consequences um, are based on how you react to the world. I think, I think that's a good place to start mentally. Sure. I think, yeah. honestly, if I could pick between this or the first one, I would probably pick this one. Yeah. Uh, versus Over moral therapeutic deism. More moralistic therapeutic deism. I, I think that this one, I at think least, this one is in a way more moralistic. Right. Because, because it believes in consequences for your actions. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I still think that it is very self indulgent, self centered, sure. but um, it, it at least says the things that yourself does could have good things. Yeah. If yeah. you do good. Now the question again becomes, what do you think is a deserving, like, if positive energy to you looks different than positive energy to somebody else, if some evil get kind of into the, the, the like what is good, yeah, yeah, we can get back into that if we yeah, want to. Yeah, definitely. Oh, what about you, Zach? What do you see as a positive? Yeah, I think um, I I do really like the the consequences of actions, and yeah. I think there is a basis for that in scripture. I'll kind of get into that more um, towards the end of the episode, but I mean, it, it the Bible does teach that like you know wisdom and kindness and, and good acts will lead to um, sowing for those yeah. good things. Yep. The reaping and sowing aspect. Yeah. Jesus ta- talks about this time and time again. It yeah. helps. It helps that he was talking to a, to an agrarian yeah. culture who understood the idea of reaping yeah. and sowing. You do reap what you sow. And I think that, and, and, and they yeah. happen in different seasons. Yeah. yeah. And so, which is, which is an aspect that I think our, our, our instantaneous culture sometimes will forget about. That, that yeah. may, it may not happen right away, but yeah. there is definitely going to be reaping and sowing nonetheless. Yeah. And I like that a viewpoint that I, I think that to believe in some kind of karma or some kind of good vibes, you do have to think about what you qualify as good and bad. So they might be a little further down the line than moral therapeutic deism. Sure. Which is just kind of self-serving at yes. its base. Don't worry. Be happy. Yeah. Kind of you know, seeking out happiness and don't think about bad, the bad things that may happen to people. Well, it's not going to happen. You know, this, this is kind of like the person who says, I want to make the world a better place. Um, they recognize that. And they kind of recognize that, um, if I make the world a better place, I'll probably, it'll probably help me be happy. I think that's kind of at its base. Um, what people are thinking. And so, um, yeah, I, I definitely can't fault anyone for, um, wanting to, do good deeds and, and do unto others. Yeah. So, so one thing I'll just touch on, like kind of like this idea of intention in the Buddhist faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just want to, it's on, it's on Wikipedia. You guys can look this up, but I just thought this was very interesting. So Zach mentioned the cycle of rebirth, uh, with when it's determined, you know, according to karma, um, they believe that karma literally like normally in the Hindu faith, it would mean action would be mm-hmm. karma. But in the Buddhist faith, they believe that karma refers to intention. And the reason they believe that is because they believe a deed can be done deliberately through the body, mm-hmm. like a physical action, a speech or a mental okay. thought. Yeah. And so in terms of that, um, like a, this guy named Peter Harvey said, it is a, uh, psychological impulse behind an action that is karma, that which sets going, a chain of causes culminating in karmic fruit action then must be intentional if they are to generate karmic fruits. And what's interesting 
is that to me, that lines up very closely with scripture to me yeah. uh, because of certain scripture that Jesus refers to. Um, like uh, in Matthew, when he talks about like, even if you look at someone lustfully, I was just thinking about the same thing. The, yeah. So it's the, yeah, the sermon on the Mount, he, the formula is he says, you've heard it said, and then he quotes a law from the old Testament. Right. Mm-hmm. So you've heard it said, um, don't murder. But what I say to you is even if you like shout at somebody in anger, like you've murdered them in your heart, or he does the same thing with adultery. Even if you look at a woman lustfully you right. committed adultery in your heart. And so he's taken where they, uh, the Israelites were on this level where they were thinking, okay, well, as long as I don't do anything bad, um, but Jesus is saying like, no, no, like it's your, about your heart. What is in your heart matters. So intention um, is really, really important to the Buddhist faith. And I think that's yeah. interesting because, and I'm not saying that the Hindus don't believe, I think that what it was is that, the, the Hindu faith was the foundation that the Buddhist kind of birthed out of because you yeah. had the Dalai Lama and then you had the, they, the Buddha was kind they of had the, the next Buddha step. who was the enlightened one right. to them. And so he came, they believe he was their teacher who showed right. them the way. And so um, that's so, where Buddhism came from. And not to quote James again, but I love James. So I'm going to say, so James, you're going to quote him anyways. <laughs> I will quote him anyways. So it says James in, in James, starting in verse 14 of uh, chapter two, it says, what good is it brothers? If someone says he has faith, but does not have works, can that faith save him? If a mm-hmm. brother or sister is poorly clothed, lacking in daily food. And one of you says to them, go in peace, be warm and filled and giving them things the needy for the body. What good is it? So also faith itself is, if it does not have works is dead. Mm-hmm. And so there is, there is a argument you can make about works centered Christianity, which sure. I guess you would, you would have to say that at least a lot of the scriptures involve works, but I don't believe that any strong believing Christian believes it is solely about uh, works. It's not about works, but works is the fruit. And so I thought it was mm-hmm. interesting how yeah, they the said person that you karmic quoted, fruits, karmic fruits. Yeah. That's fruits, very interesting. Fruit of the spirit. Yeah. Also the fruit of what you do well, bears good fruit. This doesn't surprise me that it's lined up because for so for, for millennia, humanity has been focused around a Gregarian uh, cultures. And so, so you're going, mixing. No, 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 just uh, farming. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, a- agriculture. And so you're, so. Oh, gre- oh okay. Yes. A- agrarian. Yes, agrarian. Mm. Yes. I thought you said gregarian. Uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was no. like, oh, you mean yeah, like the, back. Uh, oh, yeah. Chanting. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, uh, farming. A man of your talents. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but, but yes, but this idea of farming. And so, of course, uh, so in my mind, of course, these two faith systems are both going to try to pull from that by which people mm-hmm. are already understanding at which they understand farming, I, I, yeah. you know? And so I, I get this idea of fruits. So yes, that, that you have to work towards getting the, the fruit comes later as a result of what you have done previously with your plants. And back to what Zach was talking about with rebirth, which the Buddhists also believe that that is what they are striving towards is the rebirth. Well, striving to break. They yeah. want to break away from that. Yeah. Right. But what I'm saying, but what, there, but there will be a rebirth nonetheless. Uh, right. So, you put out good intentions or good vibes or good actions out into the world and expect yourself to be rewarded Mm -hmm. as a byproduct of serving yourself. In some ways you serve the world. 
So it's a little better, yeah. but you're still in a very self-centric theology. And the, the problematic nature of self-centric theology is that it is not about someone else. As we talked about in the first episode, well, that, 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 that segues <laughs> nicely into more of the more the negative side of this. Yeah. And so, okay. you, so you're seeing more the self-centric side of things still. So I'm only doing this so that I can get better stuff in the end. I actually have an even deeper thing, but that that's a good place to start for me would be that uh, not only would it be that being good is, is not really enough for the world uh, or for yourself, but also that good or evil deeds are very subjective still. Subjective so, still. Sure. Yeah. So um, the, the suggested question, which we'll talk about when we talk about what Christians would say, I think would be, okay, so who are you accountable to? Mm-hmm. Are you accountable to yourself? Are you accountable to the people around you? Yeah. Are you accountable to the uh, nebulous like laws of the world or like, yes. so, so when you do something yes. good or bad and it comes back to you, where's, what are you accountable to? And, and most of them would probably say the universe, the universe is, is giving me good ah, for the good yeah. that I put in. See that? And so you often hear, thank you universe as kind of a response. Yeah. To, to I mean, that. even less right. silly than that. I think it's, you know, I think, on a very basic level, it's just kind of the belief that like you do reap what you sow and it's more so than just your con- direct cons. There's direct consequences mm-hmm. of your actions, but then there's also something at play in the universe. Like a that, cosmological, almost like a cosmological. It might not be a being, but it might be just a system. Force. Yeah. There's weights and balances, you know? Right. Yeah. What and, goes around comes around yep. and, and, because and, it balances itself out. But and, 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 and although there is no <laughs> set moral law, it tends to be yeah. what my moral law is. It's usually how people judge sure. it against. Yeah. My truth. My <laughs> truth. And we're back to it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, a negative, a, a, another big negative, I think, uh, that we should talk about because I've, I've been kind of dancing around on this is that when there is morality based on personal morality unfortunately because of the subjective nature of good and evil according to our understanding you end up with like no real moral compass and so right right when i say i'm doing so if i believed in karma and i said okay today i'm going to do some things good some, i'm going to do some good stuff so that it pays me dividends later already you're in a negative like you're kind of in a selfish mindset but mm-hmm. um or you are in fear of getting something bad happen to you. In either case, mm-hmm. you're kind of in a sort of in a bad mindset. But um, let's say that I believe in karma and I go and I say, um, okay, I'm going to give $10 to this homeless person outside of my gas station. And then they go and buy drugs or something, whether or not that's good for him. It's okay with me because my intentions were good. So I get yeah. good stuff, right? Yeah. Yep. Same thing. I go in and I steal some stuff and it like ruins the store. But then I get some food for nourishment for me. I'm like, well, I was hungry. That's a, my intentions were good. I just I, I needed to eat. So that's I should get good things for this. Yeah. Yep. Um, or, or <laughs> you know, any number of things I could I could be, uh, you know, I, I could argue that it's good to be a um, tramp. You know, I'd be like, well, I'm okay or whatever. It's good to use some like, you know, PG, antiquated language. And- yeah. PG mm-hmm. terms. <laughs> but um, 
so if I were to if I were to reason in my mind that uh, you know I got good karma coming my way because that's whatever, mm-hmm. then or you know because I've sent those good vibes out into the universe, I have oh man I don't want to say anything inappropriate. I have uh, entertained somebody for the night and it's been it, it was good for them. So uh, that's good vibes coming back my way. And it's like okay, so we're back to stage one. There, are, so who are you accountable to? You're accountable to yourself, to your own understanding yeah. of good and evil, right? Yep. Yes. I want to go back just a, just a hair to this idea of the good intentions. And, yeah. and that is the fact that there is, there is actually a proverb in the West. Um, yep. And so um, been around for literal centuries. Uh, there's an earlier version of it from the 1600s that has a slightly different wordage. But basically it's the idea that the road to hell is paved in good intentions. That's right. Yeah. That is very true. And, and so the idea there is that the is that the intentions don't matter so much if if you're still if people are still harmed in the process. Right. If, Absolutely. So so it's like it's like yeah, my intention was to what w- was what was was to was to help these people, but I burned the building down and killed a bunch of people yeah. in the process. And it's like, well what you know, what good was that? You know, and it's, so this so the idea there is that good intentions aren't always good enough. Um, but I think I think even that's moving outside the scope of Christianity in some regards. Yeah, I mean, it. I don't suppose that comes from the Bible, but no, no, it, I it's, think it, it's it's it's, un, it's unknown it's origins. Kind of modern yes. wisdom, though. It, 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 right? It is. Yeah. It is, and even um, uh, good old Wikipedia here shares with us that there's an even earlier version of it. Um, is uh, yeah. Um, it's it, it, from from the 1600s. It applies to a lot of a lot of things, though. Well, yeah, well, it, it, they, yeah. They, they do mention that Ecclesi- uh, um, that Ecclesiastes uh, mentions the idea that the way of sinners is is made plain with stones, but at the end there is a pit of uh, there is the pit of hell, and so they, they mentioned they kind of equate some level of resemblance there. So but even even sinners who are just like running completely towards hell are able to mark out their path and say like, yeah, this is good. This is, I'm on the right track. Yeah. 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 Right. Because, because they themselves are the judge and jury of their own actions. Right. Right. They're not. And and, and that's kind of what it goes back to. It seems it it is a veiled uh, appearance of accountability, but really you're accountable to your own understanding. And so you, there is accountability, which is why I think it's good. Um, Zach, you had a good point here that I love about the, um, what, what, what particularly happens when this falls apart? What is it? So I just was thinking about this. Doesn't it fall apart when Mm -hmm. bad things happen to good people? Doesn't it all fall apart? Yes. Well, from a Western perspective, removing the religious origins of it. um, I I think it's easy to say that, 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 that many, many of us could even argue that it does. Well, atheists use this argument for the negative to negate Christianity. That's what I was going to say. Because oh, sorry. <laughs> you have to, so I, I started thinking like this worldview has to account for that. And then I was like, wait, well, our worldview also has to account for it too. Because Absolutely. bad things happen to good people. Right. And we, you know, have books like Proverbs that talk about mm-hmm. um, how wisdom like pays off and how foolishness like leads to bad things. A loud podcaster talks over people and makes himself a fool. <laughs> a patient podcaster waiting his turn is very wise indeed. <laughs> right. In in Proverbs, it's almost like you can like act morally and like everything good is like always right. going to happen to you. Well, well, because it was Proverbs itself was based yeah. off of the Jewish law, and that's yeah. kind of what the Jewish law was teaching 
And arguably, it, the Christian would say that was kind of God's yeah. point was to show them that that wasn't good enough, and even that wasn't even attainable. But the the but, Bible has like, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't strive for it. Be yeah. perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect, as Jesus There's, says. What what this is called is the retribution principle. Like comes okay. from, comes right. from the Old Testament. Like you see it any time that God is like giving laws to the people of Israel, like in Deuteronomy and stuff. Mm-hmm. The end of Deuteronomy is just full of these blessings for following the law and then curses if you don't follow the law. Uh, and uh, Proverbs and other books like that kind of extend that out. It's like, oh, this is the wisdom in plain sense that we're teaching. But clearly we can still see that sometimes bad things happen to good people. Sure. So we also have in the Bible books like Job. Which critique, so it's almost like the Bible has books that offer the opposing viewpoints in a way. Yeah. Which a lot of people wouldn't be very comfortable with saying, because I'm not saying that the Bible contradicts itself. It doesn't. It's truth. Truth goes beyond. Truth has two hands is what Ken would say. Yeah. Truth has two hands. That's true. Yeah. Are you talking about the Job scripture, uh, Job 4, 8, that says, as I have seen those who plow iniquity and sow trouble reap the same? Because that's what uh, I guess. Well, Job there, Job is saying the thing that should make sense. Yeah. Right. When you're sowing iniquity, but, 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 but what then, happens to Job? Yes, right, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah. but, but chapters one and two are all about, you know, all these terrible things that happened to Job and what did he do wrong. He, he The only he thing he did wrong. was was yeah. being faithful to God. Right. So and obviously Jesus is the most righteous person that ever lived and right. he was crucified. Absolutely. So I think the, the Bible the most painful and heinous yeah. death possible in that day and age. So there is a, in the old Testament in, uh, in Psalms, uh, there's an interesting thing in Psalm 28 verses three and four that says, do not drag me off with the wicked. Cause it's always them singing to God. Yeah. Uh, with the workers of evil who speak peace with their neighbors while evil is in their hearts. So we're already, we've already been there. But then he goes on to it goes on to say, "Give to them according to their work, and according to their evil of according to the evil of their deeds. Mm-hmm. Give to them according to the work of their hands. Render them their due reward." Yeah. Now, this is the point I want to come to when we d- discuss um, what we would talk about, because what your point that you just made leads into a point I would make, which is the central big miffed thing I have about this, which is who are you accountable to? So it does say what you sow, then you shall reap. Sure. It says that in the Bible. Yeah, absolutely. Several times. No, no. Jesus has an entire parable about it. The the, the parable of talents. And so what you, what you reap and sow tech, it, it technically does line up somewhat with karma, but the only difference, which I think is the biggest, most important difference is who you are accountable to. Right. Yep. And so if you say, I'm going to do this evil deed and it will come back to me, the universe will somehow make me get a flat tire tomorrow. You're only accountable to your own deeds. Okay. To your own universal idea of badness. Like, um, do you ever see on a show, uh, somebody goes like, God, if you get me out of this, I swear I won't smoke another cigarette again. Oh, yeah, I'll do this. I'll do that. Yeah. So it's in tons of shows. That's oh yeah, absolutely. That's um the whole point of that is you are accountable to God, and you think that God will will stop punishing you if you decide to do good things, right? Which technically is still not quite exactly yeah. right because that still works based, but uh, exclusively. But 
in that scenario, you are under you are acknowledging that God doles out the punishment as well as the rewards. And in the psalm, it says the same. He says, God, God give them the things that, that they have been yeah. reaping. Like, because God is the one that is accountable for the judgment. Yeah. Uh, you are accountable judgment too, basically. I think that the Psalms is a really good place to look for, like, what's the deal with suffering. Right. Because it doesn't really say, it's the same thing when God kind of gives the smack down to Job. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. like, you don't understand the working of the universe, but it's outside of you. Like, it's yes. not just all about you. And where uh, were you when I laid the foundations yeah, of the world? You're accountable to me and only I control the universe and everything that happens. And so um, the difference is that, like with Christianity, with the Bible's view, you have someone that you can go to when you're crying out. And that's what the right. Psalms are all about. That's right. They're like, is your love declared for me in the grave in Psalm 88? You know, like, yeah, you, that's such an you incredible have, line. We, we have somebody to complain to with, um, the only thing I found, and I was trying to find like how the good vibes, um, mentality answers the problem of good people suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing really I could find is, um, there was some Buddhist teaching that I found that said, like, if there is something that comes to you, that's suffering it's because you desire too much you gotta so you gotta get rid of your desire and ultimately the solution is to learn to accept the suffering and see it as good because it's ridding you of your desires well yes if you think about it uh, on a much lower level suffering by nature often means that i want something else but i'm receiving this instead and so removing the want for something else means that that you yeah. simply just receive whatever is given to you and you don't care. You don't want anything. Yeah. You don't want it. I think Christianity is much more realistic in that it it recognizes, it recognizes will, that we yeah, we would, can't get past desire. Yes, right? there, there yeah. will be suffering and but our goal is to turn is is to have God as 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 you often will use the phrase Zach, rend our hearts. towards his desires right right so god can change our desires whereas it it, it does it similarly to buddhism removes that selfish desires but differently it changes those desires into something more the desire is still there but now it's been altered into god's desires the best you can get with the with good vibes or karma only is well, I, I guess I just won't desire anything. <laughs> yeah, well, right. That's I, the highest attainable thing. Right, well, like getting rid of all yeah. possessions. Getting rid of all possessions. Mm-hmm. And oh, desires oh, John just, Lennon. <laughs> yeah, no possessions too. No religion too. Yeah. Um. Mm. Uh, there is another uh, kind of stipulation I would make too in terms of uh, of kind of I wouldn't say it's like a debunking of karma, but it's it's kind of a way to steer them towards Christianity, and that would be mm-hmm. that. Um, if you looked at it like a, if you gave like a presentation of what karma looks like in the world, it would be like, I don't know, um, like a person eats something, they poop it out and then that turns back into food and they, this like, it's like a cyclical. So it's thing. like Elon Musk living in a cabin on Mars. Yeah. Like with his <laughs> <Right>. Potato system. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, that's right. And so what, so the way karma seems to work is that you, you give something out, it comes back 
You mm-hmm. give it out again. It comes back. And it's it's very you-centric. So if you imagine like that just being multiplied a couple hundred million times to the population of the world, you have a bunch of people w- w- walking around just doing things that are just doing to themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And if we ask the big question again, like, does that, does that really like answer the world? Like, what is your purpose? What is your goal? What does the world mean? Yeah. That really doesn't because all it does is connects you to you. Yeah. It doesn't connect you to the world. It doesn't connect you to a higher power. It literally says, I'm going to do this and the world, the universe, whatever, whoever it is, is just going to give it back to me uh, in equal measure. Yep. And so the, the problem is that, it's a worldview. They call it a worldview, but it's really a you view. <laughs> it's just a view of yourself, really. I mean, think about it. You're uh, anytime you think, "Oh, this is karma coming back to me." This is you just dissecting your own actions. Mm. Um, and so, to me, that's where you kind of, if you could have a conversation, you could say, "Do you believe that your actions, as a human being, regardless of your religion?" are a betterment to the world? First question. Second question. Do you believe that your actions matter to others? Yeah. If the, if, if it's mm-hmm. yes for both and they say like, who, who should decide which of those actions is good and evil. And if you think yourself, then you're going to be stuck on karma. But if you believe that there is a universal truth of goodness, then you would be led towards towards the Lord. Um, the, <laughs> or, or at the very least towards a higher power T- towards, towards so something to, bigger than yourself that has better yes. understanding of moral goodness than yes. yourself, the, but uh, something by which a moral law can be established. Um, the, <laughs> this is maybe, uh, except for the last Jedi, this may be the most hated of all the star Wars films, which is the attack of the clones. Ah. And there is a quote in attack of the I clones. Hate sand. No, not that one. That one's funny, but this one is where they're talking about politics. And he says, uh-huh. he says, I wish some people would just get together, decide what's good for the people and make a decision and do it. And then she goes, well, that's how it is. It's just that not everybody agrees. And then he goes, then they should be made to. And she goes, by who? Who's going to make them? I don't know. Someone. It's funny how he. So, you? No, of yeah. course not me. No, not me. Somebody but, wise. But somebody wise. Yeah. Yes. And if you think about it in, in, a, in a certain way, yeah. he is leading towards Christianity, though it's like in a weird way. Um, people well, 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 of the well, world. Well, you lead in one direction, or one of two different directions. You yeah. lead towards Christianity of we need a higher power that is wise. Or that person is yourself. Uh, oh, 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 well, or you lead toward, towards an imperialistic dictatorship. That's right. And so, yeah, it's so cute how like he kind of like hints at his own like fascist beliefs. Yeah, I know, right? She falls for him. Like, yeah, she's like, oh, that's adorable. It's just endearing that, you know, he wants a dictator. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and so what's interesting, right, but it, but yes, I, I do see I do see that connection that you can make nonetheless. And so the tough yeah. part for most people is going to be submitting their own mor- moral compass to someone they may or may not believe knows more than they do. Right. And so that might seem just bat crap crazy to some people um it might seem just out of like you would never ever relinquish your own morality yeah. but the, but the problem is that all too often 
evil exists because people have their own morality. Yeah. <laughs> that is what, that is why evil exists. Well, going back to what we talked about in the last episode with Jeremiah, I mean, our 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 own hearts, our feelings are right. deceitful. Uh, what what our our own desires, the things that are within our hearts, can be mm-hmm. is the greatest yeah, of all right. deceits. Yeah. So Man, if these are good. If yeah, yeah, if karma has its roots in accountability and goodness, kind that of retribution, is good. even in know, retribution, yeah. that is actually that is a good place to start. Sure, but the bad place to finish is that you are accountable to yourself. Yes, because and, and, at the end of your mm-hmm. life, if you don't believe in God and you have just lived your life thinking you've done good things, whether or not they are actually good for others or not, you will live, do some stuff, and then die and maybe be reborn better or worse than you were before. That does not affect the world in any way. It just affects Mm -hmm. yourself. That's where I'm at with that. (laughs) I I, I would often also point them to the fact that Jesus also taught the same ideas and and tried to help thus raise up the respect for Jesus as being as being a teacher and then go that step further as saying, well, Jesus also said these things as mm-hmm. well, which gives the ability to point him back to the cross. Yeah. yeah. I want to give a response that has to do with um, bad things happening to good people or mm-hmm. vice versa. Yeah. The suffering. A, I've so read this, that. I've read that book. The, the, why bad things happen to good people. Yeah. It's not a good ending, but I've never read it, but I have um, listened to Lecrae. And ah. Lecrae has a couple songs. One of them is called Truth, and it's a song where he um, he raps for a bit, and then he'll like talk for a bit. Mm. And so this is one of the talking parts. This is the outro to the song. Mm-hmm. He says, "Hey, look, man. Some people say that God ain't real because they don't see how God can exist with all this evil in the world. If God is real, then he should stop all this evil because he's all powerful, right? What is evil, though, man?" It's anything that's against God. It's anything morally bad or wrong. It's murder, rape, stealing, lying, cheating. But if we want God to stop evil, do we want him to stop all of it or just a bit of it? If he stops us from doing evil things, what about lying? What about our evil thoughts? I mean, where do you stop? The murder level, the lying level, or the thinking level? If we want him to stop evil, we got to be consistent. We can't just pick and choose. That means you and I would be eliminated, right? Because we think evil stuff. If that's true, we should be eliminated. But thanks be to God that Jesus stepped in to save us from our sin. Christ died for all the evilness. Repent, turn to Jesus. Boom. So that's a pretty big, <laughs> I think that's a pretty good response. No, I, I think so, it's yeah. really well worded, which is not surprising coming from a, 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 Lecrae. A, a, yeah, yeah a, someone, someone as talented as, as Lecrae. Yeah. Man, so where does that leave us? I guess I would say, you know, in general, I believe that karma... Uh, in a in a controlled environment can lead to uh, some some good stuff but ultimately it it hits like a brick wall yeah it can't i i don't really see a good adequate explanation of evil and suffering in the world i think that the bible deals with it in a way that makes sense if you think mm-hmm. about it yeah because it admits that bad things sometimes happen to good people. That's right. And so that karma doesn't work. But if you think about the retribution for evil, we all do evil things sometimes. So we don't really want the retribution principle. Yeah. Kind of what Lecrae was saying. Thankfully, what God introduces instead is the opposite of karma, which is grace. So Jesus shows his grace for dying for us, even though he was righteous he did not deserve death at all. That's he right. Died the death that we deserved, um, and so I think, I think that that system 
is the truth. And I think that it plays out, even if you're thinking about karma or good vibes or whatever, I think that the Bible um, just makes sense in those situations. I mean, it would be really tests itself true. I think, I think a lot of people, I I remember a few years ago, people were asked like, well, you know, uh, I don't want to basically a statement, something along the lines of, I don't want to believe in a heaven where uh, Hitler is there or something like that. Right. Really? Like I've heard that. Interesting. I've heard that. Uh, (laughs) But like, here's, here's the problem with that. Uh, I don't, I don't think that I think Hitler I'm I can't be sure, but I think Hitler's probably going to hell. Uh but that problematic thinking is that you decide what is good and what is bad. Yeah. Based on and so mm-hmm. you don't want you don't want uh who you perceive to be bad or bad things to be included, but you also don't want yourself to be included as bad. And yep. I think you and I talked about that the other night of in the car. We were like if if you really have a problem with evil in the world, are you ready to admit that you're part of the problem? Yeah. And that's what Lecrae is basically saying yeah. in that song. It's like, are you ready to admit that that you would get eliminated too? Yeah. Like, Do we deserve to be in heaven? Right. I mean, yeah. We don't deserve the good things that come in life. Even uh, Dave Ramsey, if you say, how you doing? He goes, better than I deserve, right? Absolutely. <laughs> better than I deserve. I'm better than, better than I deserve. Yeah. Well, yeah, we that's a good way to end the karma episode yeah, better we, than you deserve. We get we don't rely on karma. We have the good things that come to us because of the grace of God. And I right. I believe yeah. anybody who's not a Christian also is given the grace of God when yep. good things happen to them as well. That's right. It's just uh, whether you, or not whether or not do you, you recognize, recognize where it comes from. Recognizing yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. Again, the source. Who are we accountable to? That's what yep, I like. Exactly. To say. Yeah. All right. So um, great episode again, guys. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We will be back next time. We have, I believe, as of now, we have planned to do two more episodes. Zach, sneak at peek? least sneak mm-hmm. peek. We're gonna um, we're gonna get a bit technical. And we're going to talk about some more, uh, I don't know, kind of deeper topics that you might Head find space. around the internet. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to go. We're going to go a little bit weird. We're going to talk about uh, that's right how your brain mm. works, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about whether or not all this stuff is really a simulation or not. There you go. Whether or not you will be assimilated. So there we go. And uh, thank you for listening. Check us out. Uh, give us a like. Give us a. Uh, comment or a star on any of the places you get your podcasts and we will see you next time. Peace.